beautiful. Well, listen, man, thanks for taking the time to do this. I absolutely appreciate it. First things first, man. How's your day going? Oh, it's good. It's going great. How about yourself? Yeah, yeah. I've not been awake for long, so this is pretty much the first major thing I'm doing today. For the day? Basically. Well, no, after this, this, I've got like 20-odd reviews I need to put up on the site, on the website that have been written and just need to be edited and stuff like that. But that's that's just laborious, slow work that... You know, put some music on and carry on. Wow, it's a lot of pressure to be the first man of the day or the first person of the day getting it. Getting well, it done. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. I got to ask them, man, because obviously opposite ends of the world here. How's life in Australia at the moment in regards to you know what the COVID times, man? Yeah, look, it's it's so um, it's so deep into a lockdown at the moment. We're, we're in Sydney, so. We're currently probably three and a half. I don't. I actually have fully lost track, but I think it's about three and a half months of lockdown, and it's just weird. It's just weird. We're pretty much at that point where we're just waiting on vaccination rates and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's just like it's just hard to comment on. To be honest, like it's just getting so strange. It's that sort of blur that you just like can't really put a finger on explaining like it's without words i think a lot of it but yeah man i'm just totally like i don't know yeah just it's just like without when it when it's been going on that long i imagine it's just become normal almost to a degree yeah that's it that's what i mean it's like and and what's so normal about it is nothing you know there's just so little to to like comment on in many ways, you know what I mean? Because like, it's, it's just been not exactly like a, a very productive time either, but you know, like that's just how it goes, dude. That's just uh, lockdowns in general, but yeah, we're pretty much coming out of it now. Anyway, I'd like, I'd say by the looks of it. So we can hope we can hope. Um, well, how about fingers how, crossed? How have you been coping uh, personally? and professionally over the past sort of 18 months or so since things really kind of kicked in? Man, to be honest, like pretty, pretty good. Like I've been so lucky in so many ways. I've been in like a really good position where I guess 2019 in particular for both bands I play in was, was like a really, really, like a really, really good year. And, And a lot of years before that sort of like all compiled and, you know really like i guess it all it all came to a head in, in 2019 especially towards the end so if anything the the, the beginning of covid for me was like oh sorry <laughs> if anything the, the beginning of covid for me was was like a breath of fresh air yeah you know i was like so burnt out and it was a really strange kind of burnt out i, I really had no idea i was burnt out until i stopped and yeah, I, I guess along with that in 2019, you know, we we were busy touring, but we also did a couple of records and they came out sort of towards the end or like mid 2020. So like we, we got a lot that, that carried us through, you know, and, and I personally got like a fair bit out of it, especially last year. Hmm. Um, this year has been a whole lot different though, I'd say, like just because of this last few months being just fully locked down the whole time. But other than that, like we, we got a sneaky tour in, like it all died off for a few months and the other band I play in, not whatever forever, unfortunately, but you know, I personally got to do a really good tour and then pretty much immediately after we, 
we actually didn't even finish it. It, it got cut off oh. with uh with this whole this whole setup. So yeah, man, like lucky all in all, I'd say I've been and and pretty good, like to be honest, man. Yeah. How about you? How you going? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty much pretty much the same, really. You know, um, I carried on working throughout our most hefty portion of it because we we had yep. a thing where it was like if you're an essential worker you kind of had to keep going to work as per usual so if you're like in the nhs the the you know nurse a doctor things like that well i'm not i'm neither of those things i'm transport um it, you know right kind of yeah like normal uh and then eventually i yeah. caught it myself so that stopped me in my oh. for a little while uh but i was sort of in this country in, in england the uk it was kind of inevitable. We haven't always, you know, yeah. we haven't exactly done brilliantly. Um, yeah, I noticed it was pretty, it, it looked like it was sort of that set up, like you were going to get it if you were just there. Yeah. yeah. And now it's just vaccinations, vaccinations and stuff like that, really. So uh, at the moment, oh. things are kind of, uh, I don't want to say normal, but things are, you know, put this right, I can go to, a, I've got gigs coming up. I've got shows. I was at Bloodstock in August, stuff like that. So yeah. Or lockdowns or anything like that yeah that looked so good man oh all the stuff i'm seeing from from over there that, like it's just it's like honestly for a lot of us you probably can't see it from over there but i think for a lot of us over here it's like a, like a, a light you know what i mean like a, a strong light at the end of the tunnel you know yeah but um yeah it's good to hear i'm sorry you got it though man that's hectic like, it's so full-on I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm well, you know, so I, I, I can't complain. Beauty, mate. That's Maybe right, like two then. weeks off work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, so, so basically, like, you, you were happy, you enjoyed the, the, the sudden stop, you were able to slow down and, as I say, take stock, you were burnt out and enjoyed that. But now, like I said, you're in that position where it seems like never-ending and you want to keep getting going. What, if anything, then would you say during this period positive wise that you think you can look at and go you know what that really kind of helped um that really helped mm. me oh man it's in so many ways to be honest like that's another thing that uh, i sort of add to, to why i guess i consider it being pretty lucky mm. is like uh it just it's probably the same for everyone else ever it's just a time to be reflecting and there's nothing you can do about it like you're going to reflect a lot and I'm somebody that like naturally just reflects a lot anyway, I think by nature, which isn't at all a good thing in many ways as well. But it was just like a lot, a lot of time to just sort of regather and just sort of, you know, like stop and get a contrast on things, mm. you know, like it's crazy to sort of, you know, like as long as I can remember, I, I, I want, wanted to do what I'm, doing now i guess like in a sense or, or was doing anyway and i just like work towards that like nothing and you know there was so many things about what i was doing that i was sort of probably taking for granted but that's like only one aspect of it you know like i got right into you know all sorts of different different things because of covid and got heaps better at things that like i never thought i'd get better at and, uh. you know what i mean like there's just too many things that I can touch on that I've gained out of it, I guess, you know, it's, it's full on, like there's a lot to lose and that, you know, there's like a lot of negativity about it and stuff. And I don't know, I, to me, it's balanced out. Like it, it's pretty even. Inside. I mean, 
It is great to hear because, I mean, you know, from the smallest band to the biggest band in the entire world, everyone was affected by this in some way, whether it be in touring, couldn't go, whether it's releasing music, getting vinyl together. It's been so any positives that can come out of it. It's just good to hear. Yeah, it's hectic, man. Like everyone ever got affected, you know, in such a gnarly way, you Mm. know. And I find there's like a lot, a lot of comfort in that, in in a weird way, if that makes sense. Like, um, it's just like it's good to know that everybody is in it together, for yep. one, and like everybody, everybody you look at at all anywhere in the street is like you. You know what I mean? Which is, in you know, in my view, like a pretty good way to look at the world anyway. You know what I mean? It's sort of just. It brings a lot of things down to to one level, which is pretty sick. I, I definitely like that aspect of it, especially around Australia. You know, the things that you've learned, the things you've been able to do, and the things you've taken from this period. When, if, and when things sort of get back to some sort of normality, are you confident you'll be able to keep that up and continue in that same mind frame? Particularly when like touring comes back and all of that. It's scary, man. I'm sure you've got the same feeling about some of that stuff. Like I've got a lot of resistance to it, you know, you know, there's a lot of like, uh, like stigma you put about yourself, whether or not like you can actually still do that shit, you know, like I, I think about it all the time, like, cause I've, I've really played like the least amount of my instruments in my life, you know, so far since learning them and playing them like in this period of, of COVID, you know, and it's, it's definitely like a recipe to sort of like really question whether or not like, you know is that really me it becomes about like identity and stuff like that it's definitely a weird one and and like i think the, i think the same about yeah some of the stuff that like i'm even doing now where when it comes back like oh my god you know if i'm going to be touring and doing music like i was like that was so stressful and full-on like all oh, this other stuff is just gonna die in the ass you know like it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting time when it really does come back you know I think if like if you're that into what you've been doing outside and around it, you, you'll find a balance. You'll find something that works. You do, yeah. It's sort of what what instinctively comes out of us, right? Like that's what everybody sort of just gravitates towards, you know. Hopefully, anyway. Talking about whatever forever specifically, did you feel or do you think that the growth of the band was stunted by this period, or do you think you guys have managed to kind of ride the wave and get to this point where? We're now in September and the release and the latest single and so on. It's a real tricky one, man. Like uh, with Wood Forever, it's it's been a, like a strange time for us, I guess, because in the period so much went on anyway um, within our band and as a group and stuff. So it's been like it's been quite quite good, even though we've pretty much dropped off the face of the earth like around the time COVID was at its worst, you know, um, we've somehow like, well, we, we weren't even really looking, you know, even for us, like personally within the band, like a lot of it sort of died off for a while so that we could regather and, you know, uh, we'd done a lot of the, the work that needed to be done, um, you know, as a new group, because we had a, like a pretty large change as members and, you know, um, pretty much just yeah i don't know we got we got crazy lucky somehow man it went really well we just we just plateaued and stayed the same and i guess more people listen to music all the time and more people having time to just suss stuff out like 
you know, it's definitely apparent. It's, it's definitely happening. And, and for us, it's, it's like, yeah, definitely been good. And then releasing this new song a couple of weeks ago was, you know, that's a perfect indication that, you know, to see whether that's sort of true or whether or not it's just, I don't know, people just skimming across on a playlist or something, you know, but it was definitely, yeah. I mean, it's a good barometer. I agree what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's a good barometer as well. Kind of see if people remember you. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. You know, like it's it's a weird feeling to think that people do, to be honest. Like <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect them to. <laughs> Talking of which, man, I mean, the Australian rock and metal scene, it certainly gets a fair bit more attention these days than it once did. You know, the music that's coming out of your country. Though obviously there's always a lot more work to be done. Now with that in mind, can you give us a little bit of background on whatever forever? Like, for example, how did you get started? What were your early goals? And where do you kind of draw some of your inspirations from? I realize that's quite a huge question. So you can keep it as brief and tight as you want. I love it, man. I, lo- I love that question, to be honest. It's great. <laughs> but, uh, um, well, it pretty much, it started without me, to be honest, man. Like, I've come in um, at a pretty, well, not late, I guess, like, it was very much a high school friends band between our guitarist Nick and all of his high school friends that, you know, like weren't really musos per se, like they weren't sort of playing in other bands or pursuing that or anything like that. It was, it was just a really good close, close group of friends that went to high school together that were just jamming. And then, you know, they put together some songs and stuff like that. And I, um, I moved, in with Nick um, into like into the home that pretty much a lot of that was going on and joined, you know, a a band, a separate band with Nick. Um, And I pretty much just became good friends with everybody. And like, it was the sort of thing where there was a pool of people um, and we would just pick and choose who would play, you know, the night for, for the show. Like it was really not, not at all serious thing. Like somehow because, Nick and I's other band were, um, you know, we, we were doing like a fair bit at the time. We sort of got a few shows out of it, I think. And, and um, all those shows were sort of just like winged completely, even down to the people that played them. You know, it was just sort of like, oh, I can't do it. Or you, you can do it. You know, there was probably like a good like seven or eight of us that were just sort of like chop and change. And, and I was one of them, you know, being a, a guitarist and a drummer. I was sort of like just over time, as time went on, I, I just started filling in and just sort of like, I guess, just become like a member without being a member. There was sort of a core group and they'd go and do the records and stuff. And then, you know, but uh, Nick obviously was like a complete core member and, and wrote pretty much all the music because he was very much sort of like in another band and and quite busy as a musician himself. And um, eventually it just sort of be- began to, you know, things began to change with, with our age, we were early 20s and stuff. And we just sort of decided to sort of get it a bit serious. You know, we just really loved it. Like it was obvious that a few of us were like all about, you know, making it happen and and Mm. doing more of it and playing more shows and better shows and stuff like that. So we, we just sort of battened down and just decided that we, we just like, yeah, we just sort of make it, make it like a dead set thing. And then um, our bassist Rudsy, he just sort of come into it because um, the, the other band that Nick and I are in, he's uh he's our full-time photographer so he's sort of basically like you know somebody that we spend a shitload of time with yeah, yeah. and 
also shares, you know, like we just all share all interests, especially musically across the board and um, down to our roots. Like they're, they're all like, we didn't grow up together, the three of us, but we sort of might as well have sort of thing. Mm. Um, and a lot of that was like, you know, Lincoln Park is like a big one that I always bring up as like a good example of something we all, I think subconsciously like, you know, lent to, we're leaning towards is what this band is like a, a huge inspiration these days for us is my ticket home um and sort of like their the later stuff okay um uh i don't know man there's there's all sorts of bands like we 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 really love deftones and try to like implement a lot of that but a lot of it sort of started with the with sort of like a like a worship of like have heart and modern baseball and like even you know, back in the day when the story so far and basement in particular, like a massive one, balance composure and bands like that, when that was all a really thriving scene, that was very much sort of like what we were all super attached to over here. And there was fuck all of it going on in Australia too. Mm. There was um, a few bands that started kicking off pretty hard with a lot of basement tours that started coming through and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, um, it's pretty much just like a, you know, a tip, a tip of the hat to like everything we love. And then just sort of at the end of the day, probably Lincoln Park. <laughs> Closer. There are, there are, there are worse bands you could certainly point out and say, there's a major inspiration, you know, only, only yeah, one of the greatest vocalists in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like, I don't know, the weirdest thing about all that is that I think we all sort of realized that not too long ago like we all just sort of started or one of us i forget like we just sort of started listening to lincoln park as as a group you know um and we just started realizing like wow like a we all loved it as kids like this was this was so good how did we all forget how much we loved it but b it's so much better than we thought even though we thought it was so good you know and it's like i don't know we, we just sort of almost realized that it's definitely sort of like subconsciously steered ship you know <laughs> like without us knowing we sort of ended up somewhere that's sort of just trying to do that because as kids it was just like unreal it scratched an itch man but no absolutely no I, mean, I don't want to show my age but my entry point into heavier music started with lincoln park so you know <laughs> bro they were the best man 100 percent what about um what about musical inspirations? Not so much bands, more like when it comes to writing. Um, is it what do you kind of look at? Is it do you just draw from any pool that's available, or is it more personalized than that? Um well to I think it's changed over time. Um we've learned a lot with that because I think it's very easy to to do a record and then you know really not not sort of skim over it with like a really I guess like clear view and an honest view about like whether or not you like it and it's it's easy to put something like that out and then hate it so much so quickly you know and I think over time like without knowing it you sort of just learn from that and yeah like uh, we we definitely we definitely um like really 
Sorry, man. We lost my train of thought there. Eh? What was what was the question? Sorry. That's all right. It's about um, what's where you sort of draw your inspirations from musically. Is it the wider world? Is it the issues you see in the news? Oh, Is it personal? Yeah. Man, it's it's definitely pretty personal. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I was saying before, it was it, it, we've we've fucked that up many times before, and I feel like the the personal side of things is is the way to go because if you put something out that's personal like it can only be a rough time you know in a in a good way if that makes sense like if if you can put something together that sort of hits hard and sort of you know was was almost difficult to write it, it's yeah. going to be sort of difficult to play I guess in in a weird way or in like a I guess like cathartic way you know and I feel like for us that's sort of what we want to blend with like cool music that we feel is just sort of like i don't know satisfying you know cool riffs and and like a, a like a, a very subtle essence of groove and things like that like it's it's something that just sort of is is so fun you know if you can if you can get something super personal and tie that in it it just sort of yeah man it hits the spot like nothing else you know and it's not easy either so that's also another thing that's very fulfilling about it too so it goes back to linker park thing you want to basically make music that you can move to you can certainly move to but you can also feel to oh that's it they just absolutely nailed that to the to a t i think i think that's that's fully it really isn't it like simply put yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you've been building a formative reputation for Australia. Each release seems to have had a sort of positive forward effect. But now we have I Need You More Than You Know, the latest single. How did this one come about? Um, well, like I was saying before, we had like a pretty giant member change. Yep. And that, um, that pretty much come off like a I guess like a style like an angle of like what direction of music we were going to have like there was a bit of a difference between some members plus many other things and, and all sorts of stuff but it was very much like a natural thing for it to all end up where it is now as mm-hmm. as the three of us like it, it's very much sort of what I can imagine and what I'm sure the rest of us can as well like what was I guess always going to happen or what we maybe all wanted to happen i guess i don't know man like it's a it's a it's a good change um nevertheless but we uh we pretty much just did a record off the back of that off with with a bunch of music that we really really liked that was always sitting pretty deep in the background or we um we we wrote like a couple of new things and sort of got to contrast it but a lot of work went into it because there was a lot of songs that whatever forever it had written that were just sitting in like a bank. Like we had, cause Nick, our guitarist, he's just, uh, he's, he's an incredible songwriter and sort of like can't stop. Like it's his, it's right. his grand hobby sort of thing, you know? And um, he just puts songs together that like could work or do work or should work or, you know, just work all the time. And, and yeah, it was just awesome to sort of like, really hone in on what we liked contrasting all of that with what we might like now and what we're sort of writing now and um that's pretty much what we did and we put an ep together and then recorded that in uh you know sorry december 2020 and um that's this song that song is uh the first 
the first single will be releasing off that EP. So that's um, yeah, it's like super exciting, man. Mm. It's it's closer to home, that's for sure. Do you think because of this EP came out in what it was January twenty twenty? Was about January twenty twenty, right? The EP came out. Um, the EP we did before, yeah, so yeah. That we're we're doing a new one though. This off with this single, but um, that last one I think was yeah, that was January twenty. 20 yeah far out dude covid whack. almost bookends it right it's fucking full on man but um yeah january 2020 um that ep um yeah that was pretty much heading towards the direction where we're sort of going in as as well now so it's, still it's um, fascinating that you're gonna end up having this sort of bookended release sort of situation right at the beginning january kind of thing and then everything died down and now we have the new single of the upcoming ep um hopefully yeah the end of everything oh dude i'm i'm fucking hoping so like it it's just i don't know like a lot of this is it's very much not real mm. without the shows and without the the constant sort of like practicing for shows and and i don't know it's there's just always something going on as i'm sure you would know you know like it's just to, to only live through it online it just it's just so strange man technically it's not real right you know well that there living for it online the single's been out since september 3rd how have you been paying much attention to the reaction to people's chatter and stuff like that man to be honest uh, i uh i unfortunately and, and embarrassingly haven't i really haven't had sort of like too much of a look it's just it's just weird it's and it's it's for that reason you know to be honest it's it's that exact reason it's just sort of like a lot of it is um it's just an illusion i guess for lack of a better word you know what i mean but at the same time it's been sick and i know that like i've had i've had like a good like a good sort of idea of what's going on with it sort of thing but haven't been sort of like reading comments and doing stuff that like i'd normally do be doing if i'm really excited about like what's going to be coming off the back of release for example you know i did a deep trawl of your comment sections uh this morning uh, just to get an idea of what the world was thinking it's incredibly positive well that's good man that's the main thing you know that's, it. <laughs> that's all you can ask yeah. right you know what i mean well mind you mind you you do i think you do every so often want to have some really hateful comment in it just to know you've made it because you haven't made it till someone hates you well that's yeah that is so true it's it's definitely weird if you haven't got somebody there that's that's at least writing it off you know at least pointing out something that's just like been overlooked you know something like that <laughs> i mean the obvious goal overall has is to get whatever forever sound out of australia and into a wider audience set of ears man this is a challenge is it a challenge you welcome and what do you reckon it's going to take man i would absolutely i would love to do it and it's definitely our our like our top goal i guess you know we really we don't really like to look excuse me um too far ahead mm. obviously and and you know like i guess plan but it's definitely something that like we we uh we all have in our hearts is like the yeah the final destination that we're going after and it's it's hard man like yeah you know I, like I've, I've said a few times like i'm playing another band with with nick and like we've we've been fortunate enough to to sort of get over to your end of the world and and it's just there's so much like i guess luck and 
we just have to be at the right time. And, you know, knowing that it's just, we might as well just go for it and be as authentic as we can and enjoy the fuck out of it. Because no matter what, either way, if we're doing that, then, you know, we've got all our ducks in line, man. Somebody like picks it up and enjoys it and really thinks that it's going to be worth their time in another country. Then like, that's just, it's going to be, it's just going to be the best experience for, for us and I guess anybody else, because if we care about it, then uh, it's easier for other people too, I guess, you know, um, but more touring here is definitely a big one. We definitely want to smash Australia first as well. Yeah. Because I don't think it's hard to, you know, it's hard to get out of Australia without smashing Australia. It's sort of, you know, it's not really earning it yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, any, it's a, yeah, this situation is the same. I mean, it's easy for us to kind of us, I mean, my, us in other countries to kind of forget that, and especially if you've never been there, it's a big freaking country. <laughs> way too big, man. Way too big. <laughs> okay. I love that you, I love, I love how grounded you are and in reality you are. I think that's super, super important for bands these days to kind of remember that it is very difficult and there are, limitations but you're gonna have to work for but let's do some hypothetical hypothetical shit yeah do you have some dream places you'd love to play in the future around the world man oh well america would be a a big one for sure but i would love personally to play like the uk with whatever forever that's that's a big one um and i don't i don't just say that just because you know, bias because I'm talking to you, you know what I mean? That, that, that's definitely, I don't know what it is or why. It's just, I can just really picture it. And it's just something that I feel like there's a, there's like a, a good chance of connection there, you know? Mm. And I think it might be because of that whole, um, you know, the whole basement side of things and, and the way we sort of like grew up probably mostly frothing their sort of shows and, and the shows they were playing over there back home for, for them, it was just like, well, I don't know. It's just something about it. I, I just feel like it, it, it would just be the best tour ever, to even just tour there, you know? I, I don't know. It just makes sense. But um, Anywhere and everywhere, right? Never played, never played the U.S., man. I would love to also play anywhere in the U.S., like New York City, playing a show there. That would just – that would feel – crazy to be like what the fuck am i doing here you know <laughs> oh that's fantastic when you were when you were over here in the uk and your other band what do you remember the venues you played yeah man yeah we played the underworld um and we played oh man it's tricky we've we've done it a few times and each time we've done we've been lucky enough to do like a a good five or six shows or oh, lovely, at least yeah. five in over there so we've done like uh birmingham um oh my god dude i can't remember them to be honest with you it's so hectic. glasgow that kind of thing yeah yeah we've done glasgow i love glasgow as well and um oh far out what are the venues called dude i can't even remember the names of them. i remember the underworld but the rest is sort of well the other world is the blur. it's all cities that's my local oh really nice, yeah we're in london dude. yeah in london Man, that place is something such a else. good fucking venue. Oh. oh man, I got one more question for you then. And it's really just 
again, it's more, I get it. It's hard to put plans in place because of the state of things. But what are some of your sort of short term and longer term plans coming up? Oh, man. Well, definitely uh, smoothly put this EP out for sure. That's obviously like a real big thing. We definitely want to sort of make sure, you know, we're happy with the way that it goes out and it's, it's, you know, that's, it's just a stressful time making sure that you get it all right and everything, you know, and um, just playing any shows. Like, to be honest, I've got like, a you know, heaps of ideas, way too many, in fact, that, you know, hypothetical and yeah, I, I just want to play any show. But I guess if I was thinking definitely it's all going to come back soon, do as many tours as possible yeah. and definitely record pretty soon as well. Like that's the, uh, that's another thing that um, us, like the three of us in Water Forever have definitely talked about is we definitely want to like be quick with mm. another release and um, be different again. You know, we want to switch it up one more time again and do things differently, like probably not so much musically differently, uh, but just sort of the way we go about it, and, you know, like the way we probably more than ever perceive it, you know, we just want to, to see what happens, man, you know, in the chase to be as, I guess, yeah, as real as possible. And to be superstars, man, that's what it's all about. Man, the more shows, the better. They're so fun. Yeah. yeah if that's what you have to do. And never forget, you know, more shows, word of mouth still counts for something. You know, you can have your big online presence, get your YouTube videos out there. But, you know, if you're out and about and people are seeing you in a telemate and stuff, that I, I still think that stuff matters. Oh, 100%, man. It's just, like, it, yeah, it, no matter what, all those bands that are, that are killing it online only, I guess, which is, isn't really a thing, you know, but, like, I guess if it was, like, it, it would be nowhere near as good, man. There's nothing, there's nothing like playing a show where, you know, you and the people there, you, you're connected, you know, and, and, and it's going off. Like, there's just nothing like it. It's I have to ask you then, now you've mentioned that, I just got to quickly ask you, have, did you, did you at any point consider or look at like the kind of like streaming online um, stream shows? And did you kind of experience any yourself from a fan's perspective? Yeah, I did, man. I think it was a really, it was a really, it was a really weird one, wasn't it? Like, it was. I feel like in the beginning, maybe it was sort of done a little bit like, I don't know, I don't want to say wrong, but you know what I mean? Like maybe the way we went about it early on was sort of just like, I feel like we just went way too hot with it. You know, mm. we just sort of went all the way to like the the craziest shit we could do. And I remember that Code Orange one that they did that was just like fucking crazy, man. I don't know if you saw that, but like they they were doing live like visual effects and, you know, cutting to all this like animated stuff they put together. It, it was like, in a venue and just like as good as it could as, as it could get like you just cannot top that ever yeah. it just can't be done better again and i feel like after that you know especially if you're a heavy band it's sort of just like you, you're just going to land somewhere below that near it maybe or something you know but i don't know man i just wasn't appealing you know I, I love the idea of it just to like hang with the with the lads and and just like play and just you know be a band you just i love that idea and then like obviously 
so much would go into it. So it would definitely be a great project for like such a quiet and, you know, showless time. Um, and that was definitely really appealing. But as far as like, you know, doing it for the, for the fans and, or I guess, or whatever, you know, whatever angle it would be to, to doing it sort of thing. Uh, I don't know, man. It was just sort of not really that worth it, I guess, for me personally. I was just sort of thinking more, I'd rather wait and and just sort of like, you know, push through this, do as many other things and learn as many things as we can about ourselves and about like whatever life in the time, you know, and come back and, you know, play shows like, like we're meant to. That's 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 the goal man just be a show playing machine and fucking make great records and have fun doing all of it that's you know that's it so it was a bit yeah it was definitely a fucking hard one man it was quite a debate wasn't it you know it was it was it, it was a novelty that wore off for me personally that's it yeah i fully i think i sit in your boat with that there we go on that thank you so much for taking the time to do this man i really appreciate it Thank you, man. I really appreciate it as well. It was awesome. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?